Episode 114, Numbers Chapter 4. Welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. Our goal is to read through the Bible one chapter at a time. Comment and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. All right, let's ask the Holy Spirit to help us this morning as we look at Numbers Chapter 4. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the application of it. Lord, we thank you that you're guiding us into all truth. And we ask that today our eyes would be open and that you would speak to us what you would have us to know from this chapter. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm reading out of the NIV. And again, uh, I make apologies for the mispronunciation of words, but I refuse to allow my inability to pronounce words to keep me from reading the word of God. So let that be an encouragement to you. So let's begin. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, take the census, take a census of the Kohite branch of the Levites by their clans and their families. Count all the men from 30 to 50 years of age who come to serve in the work at the tent of meeting. This is the work of the Kohites at the tent of meeting, the care of most of the holy things the care of the most holy things. When the camp is to move, Aaron and his sons are to go in and take down the shielding curtains and put it over the Ark of the Covenant Law. Then they are to cover the curtain with a durable leather, spread a cloth of solid blue over that, and put the poles in place. Over the table of present, they are to spread the blue cloth and put on it plates and the dishes and bowls and the jars for the drink offerings and the bread that is continually there is to remain on it. They are to spread a scarlet cloth over them that cover that with durable leather and put the poles in place. They are to take a blue cloth and cover the lampstand that is for the light together with the lamps, its wick, its trimmers and its trays and all the jars for which the olive oil is used to supply it. Then they are to wrap it all and its accessories and a covering of durable leather and put it on the carrying frame. Over the gold altar, they are to spread the blue cloth and cover that with the durable leather and put the poles in their place. They are to take all the articles used for ministering in the sanctuary and wrap them in blue cloth over the cover with that durable leather and put them on a carrying frame. They are to remove the ashes from the bronze altar and spread the purple cloth over it. Then they are to place on it all the utensils used for ministering at the altar, including the fire pans, meat forks, shovels, and sprinkling bowls over it. And they are to spread a covering of the durable leather and put the holes in place. After Aaron and his sons have finished the covering of the holy furnishings and all the holy articles, when the camp is ready to move, only then are the Kohathites to come and do the carrying, but they must not touch the holy things or they will die. The Kohites are to carry those things that are in the tent of the meeting. Eleazar, son of Aaron, the priest, and to have the charge of all of the oil for the light and all the fragrant incense, the regular grain offering and the anointing oil. He is to be in charge of the entire tabernacle and everything in it, including its holy furnishings and articles. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, see that the Kohite tribal clans are not destroyed from among the Levites so they may live and not die when they come near the most holy things. Do this for them. Aaron and his sons are to go into the sanctuary and assign each man his work and what he is to carry. But the Kohites must not go in to look at the holy things, even for a moment, or they will die. 
Verse 21, the Lord said to Moses, take a census of the Gershonites by their families and their clans. Count all the men from 30 to 50 years of age who have come to serve the work at the tent of meeting. This is the service of the Gershonite clans and in their carrying and other work. They are to carry the curtains of the tabernacle, that is the tent of meeting, its covering and its outer covering of durable leather. The curtains and its for the entrance to the tent of meeting, the curtains and the courtyard surrounding the tabernacle and the altar and the curtain for the entrance to the courtyard, the ropes and all the equipment used in the service of the tent. The Gershonites are to do all that needs to be done with these things. All their service, whether carrying or doing other work, is to be done under the direction of Aaron and his sons. You shall assign them as their responsibility and they are to carry. This is the service of the Gershonite clans at the tent of meeting and their duties are to be under the directions of Ithmar, son of Aaron, the priest. Verse 29, and count the Merites by their clans and their families. Count all the men from 30 to 50 of age who have come to serve to work at the tent of meeting as part of all the service at the tent. They are to carry the frames of the tabernacle, its crossbars, its posts, its bases, as well as the posts of the surrounding courtyard with their bases, tent pegs, ropes, and all their equipment and everything related to their use. Assign to each man the specific things he is to carry. This is the service of the Merite clans as they work at the tent of the meeting under the direction of Ithmar, the son of Aaron, the priest. Verse 34. Moses and Aaron and the leaders of the community counted the Kohites by their clans and their families and all the men from 30 to 50 years who came to serve in the work of the tent of meeting. Counted by clans were 2,750. This was the total of all those in the Kohite clans who served at the tent of meeting. Moses and Aaron counted them according to the Lord's command through Moses. The Gershonites were counted by their clans and their family and all the men from 30 to 50 years of age who came to serve in the work at the tent of meeting counted by their clans and their families were 2,630. This was the total of those in the Gershonite clans who served at the tent of meeting. Moses and Aaron counted them according to the Lord's command. The Merites were counted by their clans and their families, all the men from 30 to 50 years of age, who came to serve in the work at the tent of meeting, counted by their clans, were 3,200. This was their total of the those in the Merite clans, Moses and Aaron counted them, according to the Lord's command through Moses. So Moses and Aaron and the leaders of the Israel counted all the Levites by their clans, all of the men from 30 to 50 years of age who came to do the work of the serving and the carrying of the tent of meeting, numbered 8,800. 8,580. At the Lord's command through Moses, each was assigned his work and told what to carry. Thus they were counted as the Lord commanded Moses. Well, this is an interesting chapter. I know we look at these and we're like, okay, so we had certain people doing certain jobs, but I think it's important that we recognize um, in each case, it was mentioned that the men ages 30 to 50, which was considered the prime of a man, um, the ages between 30 and 50. We know that Jesus began his ministry at age 30. Then we notice that he goes through each piece, including the pieces within the most holy place. And there were only certain people who could touch that. And they had a specific way they had to wrap it. And then they were to place poles in so each piece could be carried. Now, there were others who were assigned to carry those things. They were not allowed to touch the things, but they were assigned to carry the carry each of the structures once the poles had been put in. Of course, there were the ones who were put up to put up the tent to care for the tent, the ones who took care of the ropings and the curtains. And um, each one had his own service and his own task. Each group had a uh, had a master 
task. And then within that task, they assigned each man to have his service. It wasn't that one day I'm going to decide I'm going to do this. And the next day I'm going to decide to do that. They were all assigned their own purpose and they each had their own role and they were interdependent upon one another because we can't put up the, the tabernacle without the curtains. We, we couldn't do it if the tent wasn't up. We couldn't lay out the most holy things if they hadn't been carried and cared for in the proper order. I think it's really important that all these men were of the tribe, the greater tribe of the Levites, right? And the whole tribe of Levites were all consecrated, but they still had all different tasks. You know, we can consecrate ourselves or we can give ourselves to the service to the Lord, but we still have a different task. We still have tasks that are different. Not everyone is called to do one thing. We all have something to do. You know, in the New Testament, Paul talks about the body when he's making mention and he's making a correlation of the fellowship or the church, what we would say, the ecclesia, the people that make up the church. We're all different. We all have there's different parts and they all have different um uses. Our hands can't do what our feet do. Well, not necessarily. Our, our mouth can't do, do, you know, what our heart does. Um, our um, arms can't do what our ears do and so on and so forth. And this is the same principle that is, was established in the Old Testament here in Numbers chapter four. Everybody has a, uh, a part to play, a job to do. And, you know, it, it, many times we see people that are, um, desire to be something that they're not and desire to other people think that one gift is better than another but just as the picture of the temple unless we all do our duty unless we all do the part in which we were we were called to do the ones that we were gifted to do the one that we were born to do the one that god had in mind when he created you it'd be better and um it would be better to be a janitor and be in the right plan of God than to be um, a very wealthy and well-known evangelist. And those are two extremes, I know. Or someone who has founded a, a, the hugest church in the world. See, because we are being judged by what we are called to do and how well we do and serve where we are called to serve and do. And if we're out of place, that is still a problem because the body of Christ, the ecclesia itself, cannot function as well as it should if one person's out of place. So today I encourage you to get into place and ask God to show you what is your place and do what you need to do to get into your place and begin to serve there. So let's just ask him about that. Father, we do thank you for your word today. We thank you that you've given us all a place. Lord, I thank you when I discovered that you had a place for me at your table. It was my place. It is only my place. There is no one else can sit there. There is a specific place for me in your kingdom. And I thank you for that. And I thank you, Lord, that those who listen can recognize that there is a place for them at your table. There is a place for them in your kingdom that you created them as, in a way that you have a place and a job and a task and a responsibility and a place of favor in your kingdom. And so I bless them today to know that. And Lord, I ask that you'd reveal to us your plans and your purposes for our life. In Jesus name. Amen. Well, thank you for listening today. I'm Cynthia, and you can find out more about me at realliferevised.com. I invite you to go over to the website and get on the email list. I announce everything that I'm doing there first, and um, you'll want to be sure to get on that email list. I have devotionals that come out, and there's a lot of different things that you can be involved in if you're on the mailing list. 
So until then, may you be filled with overflowing to his presence, his peace, his protection, and his purposes as you commit yourself to know him through daily devotion. You have a blessed day.